Excuse me? The horse, the 18 horses from Schenectady. When they finished, the stranger told him he'd make a fine player someday if he got lots of practice. I have an important question. Go ahead. What is Brittany doing with her life? Who? Brittany! Brittany who? Spears! There's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos. It will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Because I never had a PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. They kind of sucked that PlayStation had, like, the rights and nobody else did. It's the only I used to like the A1 game. spot. Like the, you know? No. I mean, 2K made a few that, were like, were okay. What do you mean 2K made a few? Like 2K made a few baseball games for like five or six years. Really? Hmm. They were like, okay. I think the best one was like ESPN 2K5, MLB 2K5. Because you used to be able to, there was like a weird, if you went into like the like dynasty mode, you could create, it would just be like, like auto generate players. And you would just have these random ass players. So you'd have like Asian guys named like Mike, not Mike Truck, but it would be like <laughs> Mike Trout. It'd be like Jim Fisher and he'd be Asian. And you're like, okay. you know, that <coughs> you know that there's a Japanese guy out there right now wearing a Mike Trout jersey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you have Mike like you have like white guys named like Fabiano Cordero, and you're like, this just doesn't make any sense, but they'd yeah. all be nasty. <laughs> Fabiano Cordero is a big, like, Dominican pitcher name. Yeah, he's from like Brockton. <laughs> <laughs> all right. He was born like two rooms over from me. <laughs> Fabiano Cordero. <laughs> Fabiano, I'm going to make him in the show when it comes out. I already started making a roster. Yeah. Of all like the Asian guys, and then I was just gonna get a couple of like the absolute like really emotionally unstable guys from the Caribbean. Yeah, and I think that team might go undefeated. Does Fernando Rodney still play? I think he signed in Mexico. If I'm not. What about mistaken. Johnny Cueto? Yeah, he's still around. Yeah, he's still with San Francisco. <laughs> I hope he has a good. Year. I fucking love him. The horse thing was goat tier. Hmm. I also love that, like him, Cespedes, like a lot of the Dominican guys, they love those spider cars. The, the slingshots? Yeah, the slingshots. <laughs> we were Does out. This... Doesn't Cespedes have like 10 of them? Yeah, dude, he's got like 30 cars. None of them are like practical automobiles. Let's we start were... recording. Let's start recording. Oh, it's been recording. Um, You've been recording? Oh, fuck. The audio? No, ju just in the Zoom. <coughs> Hold on. Start yeah, hit record now. Are we doing the clap thing? And then clap on three. So one, two. Or am I delayed again? 
No, actually, that was the first time I think we got it good. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we were out in the North End Saturday, and there were two of those slingshots back-to-back. And it's yeah. like, have, you've been there, right? Have you oh, been out in the North End in Boston? Have I been to the North <laughs> End in Boston? Yeah. Fucking Johnny Zamboni, not in the North End of Boston. Who are you talking to? So you know how the streets are very, very narrow? Yes. Like you're maybe fitting one and a half cars. So they were back-to-back slingshots. It was maybe like mid-50s, like they were pushing it. They were in like cutoff shirts, um, sunglasses. It's like seven at night. So like there's no need for sunglasses. And the music was like insanely loud. You could hear them from like three blocks down. What and were they bumping. what were they bumping? Oh, just like I don't know, like reggaeton. Yeah, that would have like, been it was my like guess. Bad Bunny, J Balvin, like that kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it was insanely loud. <laughs> but I love those slingshot cars. Yeah, I honestly, I wish I had one. That would be sick. It's not practical for New England at all. No, no. But if I lived in a more regular climate that doesn't have shitty seasons, I would get one. Those shits are cool. Hmm. I wonder how much they cost, considering it's like half of a car. I don't know, but I bet they're not cheap. Look it up. Slingshot car cost twenty-seven thousand. Ah, the Polaris slingshot. Yeah, twenty-seven thousand. That's like not base model. as much as I thought. I thought that they were like fifty grand, but I'm I'm an idiot. Like I don't. You can get them in red. You can get them in midnight blue. I'd want it in clear. In red pearl. I just want it clear. <laughs> all clear. All the even like all the shit that makes up the car. I want it clear, so it just looks like I'm I'm riding on air, blasting reggaeton. I think that would cost a little bit more than twenty seven thousand. All clear. Hmm. Well, I'm young. I have time to save up. I'd want it to be camo and I'd only drive it like through public parks, like very dangerously, like <laughs> at like dusk. You're, you're driving it not on any road. It's yeah. Just through the public. I just picture Central Park. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I'm just driving like very slow. Yeah. Like it's, it's my all terrain military vehicle. They're like, no, it's. You you turn the hazard lights on to get rid of the liability, like <laughs> like they should have they should have looked out, had the hazard lights on. <laughs> That's your favorite car accessory too, right? The hazards. Yeah. Yeah, because they're so practical. Imagine getting your hazards pimped. <laughs> like, how would like you? Do I don't know, but you can pimp just about anything in a car. Like, would it make a noise? Now you're thinking, you know? Like, I think if you had them, because I was just going to say, I think they're in the back of the car. No shit, they're in the back of the car. But I think if you had it, so it was like, you know that rap air horn? Like that. So it's like each time they flash, that goes off. But it's such a strong vibration that the ground in the car shakes. 
Yep. And I'm just imagining being in that slingshot, just crawling around Central Park. <laughs> like everything's shaking. With and the like, hazards going. <laughs> yeah. And there's like homeless schizophrenic people like freaking out and throwing shit at me. Yeah. I think that'd be good. Yeah, I think uh, we're really on to something. First, it was the boats, which I'm not abandoning the boat dream for the slingshot dream no we're boat boys boat boys slingshot boys we're boat boys and then on land we like our cars to have three wheels i don't think it's asking for too much yeah it's like more efficient travel because think about it there's no traffic in the ocean imagine well there was actually because of that fucking ship in the suez canal imagine if it was one of those uh it was like a duck boat but it was a um slingshot it'd be like a pedal it would turn into like a pedal boat (laughs) it has a motor on the back that would be sick that's how you know you won and that's how you know you beat life is you have one of those shits that can go on the water but the speakers are both above and below water and the vibration from the reggaeton is like so damaging to natural sea life yeah that we become like two of the most hated men on the planet we're basically pirates if you think about it (laughs) it's we're basically pirates it's um just just sea bastards we don't do any cool pirate stuff it's just like Play J Balvin really loud on the ocean. And wear like USA hockey cutoffs, backwards yeah. hats, bandanas. Or like those, like I if we're doing that, I gotta get one of those old ass white socks things that you sent me. Oh, those are so good. Those are was the man. Those would have been good red socks jerseys, too. Yeah, because I mean, they the were Sox, red. I, like, yeah. <laughs> The Red Sox had something like that in the 70s. The 70s was a really good era for baseball jerseys. Because the White Sox tried shorts at one point, too. Some of the 80s ones were sick, too. The old school A's ones were really good. Go like the yellow and green. I want to mm-hmm. find a photo of the White Sox in shorts. I've been trying to get a Ricky Henderson jersey, like like a real deal one for like two years now are they that hard to find like ones that look good what do you mean look good like are you looking for like a specific style well i want one with his name on the back not just a number you can't find those anywhere i haven't been able to i think if you make a custom one like if you go to the a shop you can find all their old jerseys and make custom ones. So it would just oh, be Henderson that would be cool. 24, yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. All right. Yeah, that might I'll be your that. best bet. Yeah. Or get like a Chinese knockoff. So it would be like Henderson, but it would be like Dude. S-U-N-G. Why would anybody not get a Chinese knockoff jersey? I still kick myself for not buying that Oklahoma City one that just says you... Kevin on the back. Yeah, of- you should. Tell that story. No, but it's like, what was it? Like 20 bucks. And it was like a legitimate Thunder jersey. And then on the back, it just said Kevin. 
the 35. <laughs> and I'm like, I just didn't pull the trigger because I was too young to appreciate the the beauty of it. I really what? fucked up with that. That's one of those things, like, if you had a time machine and could go back in time. Yeah, I'd be looking would... the first thing I'd do. <laughs> yeah. You got Molson? No, I got uh, Lining Kugel. I like them. Summer Shandy. It's fancy. Young Mike's Heart. Mm. I remember like when that's all I drank was Mike's Heart and then Smirnoff malt liquor. But also, I never shat on you for it because it's lame if you shit on people for what they're drinking. And that stuff tastes really good. Yeah. It's just too sugary now. Yeah. That's like ride the diarrhea express. Mm-hmm. I used to like that the next day I would always have very aggressive shits from that. And then I still have that if I drink white wine the next morning's tough. But I feel like the older I get, the more aggressive my bowels are after drinking. I feel like it wasn't I feel like it wasn't always this way, but I feel like now I have the consequences. Do you find that with like fried food? Like if you have like chicken wings now, do you find that your shits are like, just like a, like a puddle? Well, it depends on like the quality of the fried food. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if I'm going to Popeye's, I'm going to be, I have like plans for my toilet the next day. Yeah. Like I have, I mean, that's the whole thing about Popeye's. If Popeye's didn't do that to me, I would go to Pop. It's my favorite fast food. But Popeye's? It's, yeah. Hmm. It just annihilates my colon. Absolutely annihilates. It's not fun. I have to bring the book in. Um, it's terrible. Is it like, do you just read different books or is there one book that's... No, it's whatever I'm reading at the time. at the time. I don't have like a bathroom book. I, I didn't know if I'm you had reading. a book for like different rooms in the house. Nah, I wouldn't. Yeah, that would be back to the American dream. But mm. also, I, I don't have that kind of attention span. Like, I don't know about you. But when I start a book, I can't read anything else because I'm like, I can't go back and forth. I got to fully mm-hmm. immerse myself. Well, how are you with that? Um, same way. So like if I'm reading something at home, the books I teach, I just skim through them. Yeah. Because I can't really focus. But I still like get the gist of it and then I'll go through and like figure it out. I don't know. I mean, it would be nice to be able to read like four or five books at a time. I suppose it'd be kind of like watching like 30 minutes of a movie, starting another movie, starting another movie. Yeah. Like, and that's like something that like a serial killer would do that. I, I don't think it's as bad as serial killer ish if it's books, but if you watch movies like that, then you need to go to jail. Yeah. That should be like one of those things where you don't get to explain it. You don't get a trial. You just get locked up and put away. Or it can be used as evidence against you in a trial. You know no. what I mean? Because you can't even no trial. Yeah, no trial. You can't let it get to that point. Like there's certain things. But anyway, back to the shits. The reason like it's fascinating to me is because like remember in high school when we would go to Hooters? How absolutely abysmal those wings were. 
Like I, the yeah. next morning I would always feel like I had been shot in the stomach. Yeah. Me like too. One of those old school, like Braveheart, like Scottish cannons, just like right through my stomach. Mm-hmm. And like, now I'm trying to imagine if I went to Hooters and had Hooters wings, like I legitimately might have to go to the ER. But I also would not go to Hooters right now if I was not wasted. And if you're wasted, you have all that booze in your stomach and then you have all that shitty chicken. It's like nauseating to think about, you know? Yeah, that's true. Would you not go to Hooters because it's a pandemic or would you not go because that's just where the lowest forms of humans go? Well, it's not even about that. It's just I don't think the wings are that good. Yeah, it's not good food. That's yeah. why I don't get how they're still, I mean, I kind of get why they're still in business, but I don't quite get why they're still in business. I mean, it is what it is. It's not, I don't think anything bad about the people that go. And I think uh, the women that work there seem to be happy about it and make good money from the women. I remember we I've always got so. the, the woman with the stump. Were you with me when we used to get the chick with the stump? I was. She was yeah. very nice. She put up with a lot. Well, then never mind. Why? Why? Did something happen? I found, I, no, I just found the service to be less than satisfactory. And I remember when I got those garlic Parmesan wings and I went outside and threw up in the parking lot. I, I was there like, for that. Yeah, night. she like gave me shit about it. And I was like, yeah, relax. Oh, I didn't know that. Fuck her then. Thank you. I don't know. I if I'm gonna like go out and eat something and like ha- have a TV, I want to go to like a dive. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to go to like a Hooters, Buffalo Wild Wings. I want to go to a dive with a bunch of old guys, and if they're talking about sports, they have like horrible takes. That's that's my favorite thing because I can just drink and argue with them. I love it, man. Yeah, I, I think it. I think for that it's like you got to go to a dive bar, yeah. like a dive bar that doesn't have windows on the front, or like the windows are like boarded up, or like covered with like full wood shutters, or you have to go to Bugaboo Creek. No. It's like one of the two places. <laughs> yeah, bug. Did I tell you my Bugaboo Creek story ever? I think so, but refresh me. So when I went to Bugaboo Creek. The first time I was like so young and you know how they had that talking Christmas tree. They had many talking things. Yeah. But specifically to talking Christmas tree. Yeah. Cause that, that fucked my whole paradigm up. Like I'm not expecting this Christmas tree to talk and let alone these, these shits were loud too. Not mm-hmm. just the Christmas tree, but everything talking, it was all loud it scared the shit out of me and I started crying and fuck that. I'm not going back to Bugaroo Creek. I was probably three years old. You haven't been back since. Nope. Fuck that shit. You know, what's weird about that is it wasn't like a Christmas themed restaurant. No, but they always had a talking Christmas. Yeah, they did. They, and it had big ass lips and those big ass eyes and it was very it was like the loudest thing in there yeah you know how they always had like the alpha moose on the wall near the bar you'd walk in and be like yep. welcome to bugaboo creek and it was way it was like obtrusive it would get in the way of you walking yeah like it was yeah. that big <laughs> <laughs> like 
Like now that I'm older, I understand why that restaurant failed. Cause I, I can't imagine <laughs> they have a lot of locations over. Like I get it. It's like such a fucking like surreal theme for a restaurant. It's like moose and fuck it, toss in a Christmas tree. But when you're a kid, it's, I don't know. That was like my Ruby Tuesdays before Ruby Tuesdays. We were like a big Bugaboo Creek family. Up in Mass or was it the one in Manchester? Up in Mass. And when we moved down and we caught wind that there was a Bugaboo Creek down near the mall, we were very, very excited. Yeah. You were intrigued. Yeah. And then we went there like twice and then it shut. And we were just like this. We moved to the wrong town. And then Ruby Tuesdays came in and everything kind of. The power was it, wasn't Ruby Tuesdays always there? Maybe. Maybe we just didn't appreciate it. Because that time. was when... No, yeah, I don't think I ever went there before I went with you in high that school. Was, that was very much a... I think my father and I bonded. Like, when he was going through my... Like, when my parents got divorced, mm-hmm. that's when Ruby Tuesdays really became a staple in the Cardwell household. Yeah. Because you had two very eligible bachelors who were like, we don't really want to cook. What can we get? I'm going to fuck up that salad. Yeah, we're going to go get the best burger in town and we're going to get a little salad bar. Yeah. I was always like that with my dad and Chili's. But then they got rid of the Awesome Blossom and then we had a vendetta. (laughs) What was the Awesome Blossom? It was the Bloomin' Onion, but... They were, I feel like, the OGs, the awesome blossom. And my my grandmother, my dad's mom, she was, like, very, you know, kind of very sophisticated lady. Her vice was the awesome blossom. (laughs) She, like, loved chili. She likes, like, very elegant foods and shit. And she loved those awesome blossoms. (laughs) Those shits are good, though. What was the one that Outback Steakhouse had? Uh, I think they just call it the Bloom and Onion. Bloom and Onion, right? yeah. That's like that was know. their thing. And then who had the Baby Back Ribs? Was that Chili's too? They had the song, the Baby Back Ribs Back song. Ribs, but I'm yeah. sure you can go to get fucking kangaroo ribs at Outback Steakhouse or something like that. I don't know. I'm like I'm I'm thinking like we had I think at one point like every different chain in Manchester like or at least like maybe not at the same time but they've all come through town. Yeah, and even before you moved like to there's the 99 was there before it was the Buster's or before the Wild Wings. Yeah, there's a Longhorn Steakhouse, Horn Dog Steakhouse. Did I freeze up? Yeah, you just your camera that did, but I can hear you fine. Isn't is Longhorn still there? Yeah. Wow. Red Robin. Did Texas Olive shop? Garden. Texas Roadhouse or is that so? No, I will. Th- I will. Did you like Red Robin? I never. No, I don't like Red Robin, but Texas Roadhouse. You have my heart. I, See, I I've never, Texas I've never eaten in Texas Roadhouse. Oh God, dude, you're fucking up. <laughs> Out of all like those, to. for for I will be fucking up like a chicken fried steak. But also, 
for the price you pay for the steaks there, you're not going to find a better steak anywhere. Like they have really, really good. If you're going to go there and get like a straight up steak, mm -hmm. it's, so you get your bang for, for your buck. I'll tell you what. Uh, Till you foot. I'm trying to think of like what the shittiest restaurants were. Red Robin is up there. I don't know. I think I think hometown buffet was pretty trash, but it had like it had merit. Like it was. I threw <laughs> I threw up on the table at a hometown buffet <laughs> once because <laughs> I ate like way too much chicken gravy. <laughs> <laughs> We used to go, so before I moved to town, when we were living up here, we used to go to this, like, Chinese buffet, and I would always get, I would grab, like, the largest plate, and I would fill it with gelatin, and my mother used to be so embarrassed, because I would just be walking around, like, the dining area with this giant play of tray of gelatin and she'd be like you have to eat like real food first <laughs> it's like but it's there and it's yeah. free i'm like but it, dude i used to love jello like jello was like my thing as a kid and my mother was like it's good for you it's low in calories and i'm just like well, what if i eat like four thousand calories worth of jello it's like that and fig newtons yeah you love fig newtons and annie's pasta yeah, Annie's pasta, fig newtons. I'm trying to think like what are what other vices I have. I love cornbread. Cornbread, cornbread. Do you good. bake it yourself ever? Or are you? Just uh, no, no, I don't trust myself to bake. I'm horrible at baking. I, I am too, but I've made some good cornbread before. I told you about the thing in high school, right? In uh, bake shop. Nah. So we had to make a like a brownie cake, and me and the kid I was working with, we forgot to put eggs in and we panicked when we had to like present it to the teacher. So we took what was just like this, like very dry cake mix. And I cracked two eggs and threw the eggs on top of the cake mix and threw it in the oven for 20 minutes. And you could still see just like glazed egg on top. And the teacher was like, what is this? And I was like, I don't know. It was fine when we, when we made it yesterday. I don't know if someone fucked with it in the fridge. I just can picture you though. You're the kind of person that could say some like top chef shit. Like, well, we actually took a took a variation on the original recipe and decided to make a brownie quiche yeah. with poached eggs. Yeah. It's an old yeah, it's an old Danish recipe from my grandmother. It's a deconstructed upside down <laughs> cake. It is more of a casserole. I could probably develop a fake persona and become like the Andy Warhol of baking. Yeah. Not you should I'd try. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah, you should try that. I feel like you could troll your way into it. I just, I'd just go. I'd go by the name Dusty LaGuardia. And I'd be, <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like this. <laughs> Yeah, Dusty LaGuardia. Thank Christ you're back. Why? What did I miss? So I went through Julia Roberts's filmography, and in 1989, she was in a Western drama called Blood Red. And it sounds really bad. It was about the Sicilian family who moves to California, and then 
I guess like they want to build a new railroad, but they can't. So then someone gets murdered. What's my my name so I don't forget it? It's gonna be Skip. Uh, yeah, it's Skip Passover. But right now you're Dick Mafia, so either one. Oh fight. no, I I was Dick Mafia. I think that's my default Zoom name. <laughs> yeah. Did I? So at work the other day, I um brought my like before that computer broke. I brought it with me uh like last thursday and i signed into a work meeting as log cabin carl and i was just like oh shit <laughs> are you still recording yeah all right i'm gonna start another one all right and we're back and we're back <laughs> so what happened someone cut your power line no i lose power like twice a day for no reason it's just like a flash power outage well, it's because you live by that beaver dam and they just built that giant mosque. Yeah, those beavers, they're something else. They're so good at building dams. That's like such a wild skill. Oh, um, I watched this documentary, like speaking of secret, just last night called Seaspiracy. It was on How Netflix. was that? I've almost watched um, it like five it was- times. It was so self-indulgent. The kid who made it very much like made it about himself and how like he's like this. It was definitely like something we came up with the theory that he was dating a girl who was very into like the environment and saving animals. And she like, or I don't know if they dated, but like he was really into her and she was just like, I'm going to go date like Kyle, the guy who works at like the auto mechanic place down the road. And this kid was like heartbroken and he wanted to get into like conservation and all that, save the animals and like save the whale shit. So he made this documentary and like his girlfriend was always in the background, but like he never addressed her. Like he never talked to her. She didn't speak throughout the whole thing. Um, It was kind of weird. Like they talked about like this fishing or like this whaling village in Japan Sick. (laughs) But like he was like, oh, it's like dangerous to go there and the government will try to kill me. And he was like driving down the road going like 60 miles an hour in a 35. And he got pulled over. And as he's getting pulled over, he's like, see, they're already on my case. And I was just like, this guy's an idiot. It's kind of like the Whale Wars thing from South Park. Like he came across as one of those guys. (sighs) Was it like the Zach Efron thing? Kind of. But there was a wild scene. So they go to the Faroe Islands and it's like this very old school method of hunting whales. And by old school method, they mean they take like a bunch of power boats, like with motors that they didn't have back in the old days. And they surround the whales and they push them on shore. And then people on shore, like stab them with spears and like slit their throats. Um, so that was pretty gross. Um, but actually that shit is bad ass if your boat doesn't have a motor. Yeah, but all these boats did. So it wasn't yeah. like they were using like canoes. They had like boats and they were like dropping microphones in and like vibrating to push the whales to shore. And then like all these like very like that's over- trash. Fuck that. But it was like all these like overweight Danish guys just like stabbing at the whales and their kids were like on the shore. And I was like, that's you know, like make give the whales a chance. Like go in with like that's going to be on a t-shirt. Give the whales a chance. Like go to like Ikea and buy like a utensil set and like just go in with those knives. Like one of those old school, like the Mike Myers masks and like an Ikea knife. And if you can't kill a whale that way, then frankly, you don't deserve to get the fucking whale. 
Yeah, but I'm like, all I, for killing animals in creative ways, you know? Yeah, I mean, well, how creative are we talking? I'm, what do you mean? There's like, not like I, a game. Well, no, like, no, I know, but I'm saying... Like, like I think hunt. About. I have no problem with, like, hunting for sport. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Or, like, I, I, maybe even for sport. Maybe, yeah. But hunting for your own food and stuff, like, a lot of people, like, the first people that learned how to quarter whales like that were definitely, like, really on some shit doing that in rowboats and ah, sailboats and stuff were they if you're were thinking like hundreds of years ago see all i'm thinking though is like fucking idiots from new bedford mass because that was like a huge whaling town and everybody's I've, down there everybody down there is like portuguese and doesn't know how to change the channel on a television well i keep thinking of the inuits oh yeah those guys fuck yeah i just yeah. picture those guys like fucking whales up i feel and like, i think that that's badass yeah it is and every i think every town should have like an inuit on their like board yeah for, like the town and the president town. should maybe we should have an inuit president right. someday i don't think that's offensive to say that no i feel like some people would take we just said that, that they were we're just talking about it we just said that they're badass and cool yeah and we like, also but we didn't specify like a gender either so it could be anybody because we're we're kind of crushing it yeah we are crushing it that's for do you think like those like african tribes that talk in like clicks and in tongues do you think that they've had the gender debate like we've had over here you think if like knock nuke wants to identify as like a gender like gender queer that's like something that they'd discuss or do you think that that's just not even on their radar the the whole thing about that is just like and I can't think of like a funny response for it, but I can't even imagine what it's like to be in any kind of shits like that. <laughs> like, I just picture myself in that society and I'm useless, like a jungle society. I have yeah. no nothing. I'm food like I I'm just thinking about that and I can't even visualize that shit because I have nothing to contribute to that kind of like that would be a really <laughs> good like vice documentary it's like finding the one guy in boko haram who's like who wants to like transition oh god yeah like, like i don't know like some guy named like jamjuk <laughs> they, really, they don't let him do anything he just he's like the guy that somehow acquires all those ford rangers for them you know like yeah all, what what is it of, with the with the ford rangers i don't I know they're cheaper like i was watching 90 day fiance I, I told i think i talked about this before but it's like over in ethiopia like a 2002 honda accords like eighteen thousand dollars. how much is a ford ranger i guess like twenty two thousand, twenty three thousand. i would guess depending on the year maybe more but like if if you're trying to invade several like several neighboring countries I think like they've got not to sound like an asshole, but it's like, it's a pretty good idea to just like latch a machine gun onto the top of the truck. They've got good mileage. (laughs) They do. And it's not like they have tanks. Like they're not, you know, instead think about it. Would you rather buy one tank or would you rather have Ted 10 Ford Rangers with machine guns latched to the top of the cab? 
I don't even need to answer that. Yeah, it's like you're going to go with the Ford Rangers because they're more versatile too. Like you can take the machine gun off and take the kids to school. It's like... Imagine, this is terrible, but imagine an ad for like the Ford Ranger. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know how they have those like cheesy car ads? Yeah. But it's an ad for the Ford Ranger and there's just like a gun on the back. It's like all these like testimonials. It's like Joseph Coney, like all of his relatives. It is a great oh, truck. God. <laughs> it is so good. It can go through the desert of Sudan or the jungle of Nigeria. I'm like, oh no. Built Ford tough. <laughs> That's how it ends. It's just the same ending of every other Ford commercial. <laughs> And then it's just like a white guy from like Springfield and then one of these like uh, fucking Boko Haram guys just like looking at each other like very awkwardly. Built Ford tough. The Ford Rangers? (laughs) (laughs) I am so jealous of your F-150. Thanks. I like the machine gun on your Ranger, bro. I, I feel like the only people that drive ford rangers in america are like custodians that like make well they're living below their means you know what i mean yeah but they're because custodians get paid you know what i mean they do they do wage yeah that's but they like they like ford rangers too they do well that's all they like they want trucks and that's all they can afford i mean you don't really need more though do you like, if you're not a big DIY guy and you still need to feel like, you know, like if you're trying to fill some sort of like masculine void, like the Rangers are pretty good buy. Yeah. Because the I always, 50s are insane. They're like $28,000. I always get pissed that OJ ruined the Bronco because the Ford Bronco, like those old school Ford Broncos, mm-hmm. those were fucking real life. Even if you take the OJ out of the Ford Bronco equation, if you saw somebody driving that car, you'd ask some questions. Like, that's a very aggressive vehicle. It's like a Jeep truck. I remember being like, fuck, like nine years old in my my cousin's uh, Ford Bronco. And it was like a, Jesus Christ, like a 96 Ford Bronco getting it up on two wheels in the stop and shop parking lot. <laughs> I was like, this is badass. This is cool, man. This is the Bronco lifestyle. This is what you do in the, in, in a Ford Bronco. You get it on two wheels in the stop and shop parking lot. That's the Ford Bronco ad. You know what I just came to realize is what? like, we need to be, we like, we should just become Ford guys. Like, think of all of our favorite vehicles. Like, you love the Ford Bronco. You we love the Ford Windstar. Star, the Ford Windstar. Like, could you imagine if Ford just said, fuck it? Like, if, if they kind oh, of flat God. Now, there's so many, like, European and, like, Asian cars being manufactured in the States. Could you imagine if Ford got to the point where they were, like, desperate to make money? And then they were just, like, we're going to sell all of our cars exclusively to, like, guerrilla terrorist organizations? So you had like the Taliban just like whipping around like Baghdad and like Afghanistan and Ford Windstars. Yeah. I mean, sick. 
the fucked up thing is it's like it's not i know we're like fucking around and it's like a funny idea but it's like actually how it is too yeah. <laughs> you know yeah like they're desperate enough to make money that they would do that or if they got into like they had like an exclusive deal with like isis and i think um america not, not that i like if one of these people that fucking knows about this stuff but they have a pretty or we have a pretty shady history of supplying people that shouldn't be supplied with stuff yeah the means to do some stuff that they shouldn't be doing yeah and all i'm saying is if ford is gonna partake in that in the future that i would like to be involved yeah you'd be good at it i'd be very good at being like the middleman between like you know like al-qaeda and then the ford sales department i would hook everybody up with what they need big time i mean i just i just think that that's kind of probably my calling at this point you're like a fast talking Ford salesman to illicit organizations. <laughs> that's a, that's what it says on your LinkedIn. <laughs> I have business cards. <laughs> that's exactly what it says. I just everyone's like, that's the terrorist whisperer. I'm like, yeah. I have like a reality show on TLC. <laughs> the terrorist like, whisperer. <laughs> It's like a 30 minute window between 600 or it's like my 600 pound life and thousand pound sisters. So it's he goes to Syria, Syria to sell vans. Like, yeah, that's a nice, that's a nice uh, sedan you've got there with guns out of it. But what if I told you, you could have a more spacious van? Hmm? Same gas mileage. Let me introduce you to the 98 Ford Windstar. Come over here, Dinesh, step in. <laughs> Oh my god. I like that as like a platform, like for us. Like that's my next stepping stone. It's because so like there's international arms dealers, but I'm just an international Ford dealer. So I I like the ambition, but I think we're we're pretty we haven't been doing this for that long. And we're recording this, and I think we should probably set some other bars before we start talking about selling cars to terrorists let's make some other goals in between now and then (laughs) like it hasn't been that long no it hasn't but my thing is like now that i like i've obviously found this career path that i'm built for i don't want to get bogged down like trying to get like clout like clout's fine but does clout give you the satisfaction of the sale no so that's (laughs) like now this like mental bridge that I have to try to overcome, you know? Like, do I like my day job? Uh, Yes. Would it be better to travel the world internationally, like selling cars to people who have horrible, sinister intentions? You could make the case that that might be an upgrade. (laughs) I just like, I'm one of those people that's always open to options. You know, I'm not gonna shut a door too soon. Yeah. Like if I was on a game show, they're like, what's behind door number one, door number two, or door number three? I'm like, why isn't there a fourth door? 
what do we have to do to get a fifth door in here? You know? That's like those QAnon people. <laughs> it's like, yeah. where's the fourth door? That that will that will legit be a Q post. Like, where is the fourth door? door. And that's the whole post. <laughs> like, like before I watch that, not to like change the subject, but before no, I watch it, before I watch that documentary, that new HBO shits, it was like I thought Q drops were like very like links to detailed information and like very sophisticated it's not like that it's like one dude writing poems pretty much yeah that's a cue drop i didn't know that um and people go in every direction with it it's nutrageous um that could be a cue drop it's what's like behind, what's behind door number four? Number four. And people will be like, "That's the secret PizzaGate bathroom, yeah. where they keep they keep the secret entrance to the underground dungeon." Like, that's behind that's... door number four. Like, <laughs> they're like, "That's where Hillary Clinton murdered George Floyd." You're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Watch about. I feel like. <laughs> QAnon is just like Dingo Draper 2.0. Yeah, it's just like Dingo <laughs> for adults. It's like the next yeah. level. If Dingo hadn't been silenced, I would have just become Q. And honestly, the more I look into it, the more I feel like it's some dude out there that's just like some random ass guy. Yeah. And if he ever gets caught, he was like, yo, I thought it was funny. Like, <laughs> It's definitely just like, like, I could also see it being like somebody just like one of our fathers. Who like had a little too much free time on the internet, and they're like, uh-huh. "Have you uh, seen the theories too, where it was like Ivanka wore red, and like Jared wore red, and that meant that like a celebrity had killed a child in the last like twelve hours? Like, there's always like outrageous connections with it that way too that I'm fascinated by." Yeah, I mean, like, that's like, the whole nature of everything is yeah. you can just draw whatever connections yeah. your Dungeons and Dragons brain wants you to take it to. So it's like, oh, Trump wore blue tie. Books begin with the letter B. Blue begins with the letter B. The Koran's a book. Hillary Clinton's a Muslim. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I like how there's so much beef within the QAnon community, too. There are people like he's not a real QAnon believer. And it's just like these like religions. And I'm not I'm not gonna go on off on like a philosophical tangent, but you know, there's these little differences in religions that don't really mean anything at the end of the day. Like there's a million different sects of uh Christianity, and really it's all kind of the same. Um, and I feel like this is the same way with these QAnon people. They there's they they have there's so much division between them, and there's no coherency, and they're all just fucking delusional. That's the whole thing. They're delusional. It's not real. It's a guy writing weird poems on the internet, and that's it. You know, it'd be a really good show. Would be House yeah. Hunters, but just for QAnon believers. Mm-hmm. like i feel like that'd be good content just like having these fucking crazy people it'd be like so you have the the turnkey they're ready to move in you have the mm-hmm. fixer upper or you have the open floor plan because it's always one of those three style homes and then the couple's just like well i think realistically if 
you know, Hollywood crumbles and then the value of the dollar goes down. And then the majority of the show is just like 20 plus minute tangents by the couple Mm -hmm. on how the world's going to collapse. I'd watch that. Yeah. And Hillary drinks blood, but I do like the fireplace. (laughs) Yeah. Bill Clinton. Yeah. Bill Clinton murders children and then drinks their blood. I'm just wondering if maybe the yard's big enough for what I have in store for the future. Yeah. But I feel like you could make money off selling to these people and saying like this had a secret basement dungeon for Barack Obama. Like, and they're they going to be looking for that? clues, huh? Oh yeah, no, they'd look for clues. You're right. Do you could you want it want them to look for the clues? Be interested you want them to in find the house, clues, yeah. Like a like a QAnon hunt, like a QAnon scavenger hunt. How much money do you think we could do setting up a QAnon scavenger hunt? Do you honestly think we could sit through that and take it seriously enough all the way to the end to do it? Well, that's why I'm asking you how much money do you think we could make? Um, Because I think for a certain price, I could probably fix myself to sit through just about anything. Like I fully (laughs) intend on watching Godzilla versus King Kong. And I'm doing that for free. Yeah, that shit so looks I, flames. I have, yeah, I have a pretty low bar for what I'll fucking <laughs> torture myself with. That, that reminds me of uh, commercial break. Commercial break, David. <laughs> David. I'm not cutting this out. <laughs> David. Papa. I'm sending subliminal message messages. You're fucking this all up. <laughs> David. He just like appears in the background. No, just, you know that thing where you used to be like Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary? If you say his full name three times, he just appears and asks if you have any sausage. Yeah, that's the whole thing. She, it's it's like people are is there. Everybody's like, oh, it's some girl with no eyes, and she has her slow throat slit. But when I did it, I go, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, and it's some fucking old Russian guy named Sergey from Queens, and he's just asking for pieces of salami. (laughs) There's no girl. Nobody threatens. I never have any salami lying around in the home, but he asks anytime. And then he's polite about it. He's like, he begs a little. Oh, but, uh, but I haven't eaten in 300 years. I would really like some, really like some salami. Uh, No, I don't have any salami. Sorry, dude. And he he leaves. That's it. There's no girl. There's no knife. There's no blood. It's just Sergey from fucking Queens. Yeah, I used to always just get this like out of breath, overweight teenager named Dustin, and he would just be like, "Do you have any extra cold cuts?" And I'd be like, "No." And then he would give me the finger and walk out. And I was like, "You know what? I probably wouldn't be as concerned with the chick with no eyes." But I think that that was actually it was your name. Story. It was that kid, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was yeah. just that lived kind of near you. Yeah. Yeah. Love... It's, it's all about cold cuts with these fucking ghosts. Yeah, like, it's like, ew, just mirror ghosts. There's something about mirrors that it, it makes you crave <laughs> like a cold cut. 
Which is weird because if you went into a deli, I think, and you saw a mirror, like behind the deli counter, you'd be like, but why? You know, so there's no mm-hmm. connection to mirrors and deli meat. That could be our new QAnon thing. Yeah, mirrors and deli meat. Mirrors so, and deli meat. Yeah. Six nine. Yeah, who is Tom Hanks' murder? Let's look into mirrors and deli meat. Yeah. Tom Hanks file. Mirror mirrors and deli meat dot jpeg. It's just a picture of like uh, Billy's dad. Yeah, it's like it's like a boar's head <laughs> ad. <laughs> He'd be so good. Does he like deli meat though? He looks like a guy who loves deli. Meat. He, he, he there's no way he doesn't like deli. Yeah, meat. I feel like, but, but that's like a lot of people like deli meat. Like, well, who doesn't? There's yeah. so much deli meat. What's your favorite deli meat? This is a very it, important question. It is an important question, but someone for who worked in a deli, boar's head, anything is top quality. That's like, I, I will be buying the cheapest shit in the grocery mm. store, but I don't p- fucking pinch pennies with my cold cuts. I will take I, a Boar's Head sponsorship right now. Fuck out of here. I think what would be very effective to like really relate to your emotions on Boar's Head is if we could get a couple like I statements. Like, I really feel like when I, I really head, feel like Boar's Head is the bee's knees and fuck other deli meat QAnon. Boar's head, built for tough. Yeah. Boar's head, Tom <laughs> Hanks. <Yeah. laughs> hey, I'm Tom Hanks for Boar's head. QAnon people are like, who do you murder? Boar's head, Jared Fogel. That, that could be a comeback. He's like, I'm yeah. Yeah, I mean, Boar's Head, we didn't sponsor Jared Fogel. (laughs) I think that's what companies should do to advertise. Just say they didn't sponsor Jared Fogel. (laughs) Or just say, like, we, yeah, you've never seen ISIS eating Boar's Head deli meat. And you're like, fuck, that's a good point. It's true. It is. I never saw it. I feel like a company like Boris said too would go from like a really strong company to like a fantastic company if they got into like a second line of business. So like if the NFL was like our jerseys are now made by Boris Head. Boris Head mud flaps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, what kind of tires are on your car? Boris, Boris Head. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> so like i thought you only exclusively used goodyear well i did but then boars now i'm a boar's head guy, guy. Yeah. imagine a boar's head nascar truck <laughs> that car i would be my favorite car like there are so many co- companies that should sponsor nascar cars that don't like boar's head is perfect yeah um i like the boar's head car I don't know if Western Union still does, but if they don't, they need to fix that immediately. Pabst Blue Ribbon would be a great car. Um, all the all the beers, really. Well, I'm like, glad that there's a Bush Pabst. car. There yeah. needs to be a Bush car. That's car. like imperative, and they already have that. So it's like NASCAR. You have my respect. Like, yeah, 
You did it right. You needed a bush car. You got one. The end. You win. If you could drive like Sands Bush, so like if they came to you and they're like, we want you to go from driving just a, a an automatic car to becoming a NASCAR legend, can you drive stick? No. <laughs> Perfect. So that makes this even better. So if NASCAR came to you and they're like, we know you can't drive stick, but we're looking for someone with a lot of pizzazz, a lot of sex appeal. We need you to drive a car. What sponsor do you, are you like, I need the sponsor. Otherwise I won't do it. Well, first of all, I would say I don't have either of those things. How did you find my information? Um, (laughs) What if they were just like, well, we looked in the phone book and you're like, okay, that checks out. Yes. Okay. So I'd probably be sponsored by in seriousness, Adidas, but that's a really good question. Yeah. That's not something you can just kind of spring on someone. Like if you're going to have a car, a NASCAR, like who would you want to be sponsored by? Or like, like top three. Cause I'm thinking like, I think a good one would be like nature's promise rotisserie chickens. And like the hood is <laughs> like the hood is like how that's number one. Dude. It's not even like that's not down the list. That's number one is nature's promise for this region. <laughs> well, it's like, could you imagine turning it on? It's like neck and neck, and it's like me and Joey Logano. And it's just like on the on the hood of my car, there's just a giant rotisserie chicken. Like you're just like that car would sell. Like people would go nuts for that. They're like, oh, that's a sick leather jacket. What's on the front of it? They're like, oh, nature's promise, rotisserie chicken. <laughs> That'd be really good. Um, I always appreciate the um, the irony of the uh, NASCAR with beer, um, the beer cars. Like, and, and I don't, I like. You're gonna like if anyone listens to this. It's not that I, I'm not trying to condemn that. Like, I think it's cool. Like that hmm. you can't have NASCAR. Well, I think I think now is a good time to say we are like a pro drunk driving podcast, right? Um. Or do well, we have to be woke? Did I do that? <laughs> no, yeah. No, drunk driving's bad. Obviously, ISIS and Al-Qaeda, they suck. They're bad. They're, they're big gay, as the kids say these days. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think what else would be a cool ISIS character. is big gay. <laughs> like CNN breaking news. It's like Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper's always like about to cry. He's just like tearing up. He's like... It is confirmed that ISIS is big gay. <laughs> We've just received the report that ISIS is, in fact, big gay. They're like, we're now going to go to our ISIS. You know that guy, Richard Lyon, the British guy? They use him as like an expert on everything. Like when that Malaysian plane went missing, they're like, he's an aviation expert. No, Richard Lyon was that dude in Manchester. <laughs> oh, <that's right. laughs> they used to deliver pizza to. They like ran for like something and he was just like some bum that lived in subsidized housing. He like yeah, ran for Congress. Like I don't know what his name was. It was like Richard something. And he was like an that was Richard Lyon. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was the guy that had the handmade signs on the highway exits. It was like, yep. vote Richard Lyon. I will legalize for weed. And I'm just like, this yeah, guy. yeah. I th- probably voted for him at some point. I think I wrote him in uh, for, for president. No, no, I wrote him in for <laughs> something in 2016. Because obviously I had to vote with my heart and I went with Big J. <laughs> But I, I voted Richard Lyon in for something. I just can't lie. Anyway, so nature's promise for tisserie chickens would be number one. Yeah, that's I established. That's... that's established. I think number two. <sighs> Why am I so bad at this? Damn. It's tough because there's a lot of options. Like, I want to say, like, if there was just like a Luigi's Mansion car. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Luigi's like face on the fucking hood. You have like, like a rotate rotating Nintendo <laughs> car. <laughs> no, I just always want Waluigi and Wario. I'd want Waluigi on the back fender, giving the car behind me the finger, and then a that's, little. Like- that's the whole thing for the car is the <laughs> Waluigi car. So we got rotisserie chickens and Waluigi. So it's no. Like- yeah. <laughs> But I just want him with the finger, and then it just it's like the cool bubbles just like wah. <laughs> wah. <Yeah. laughs> there needs wanna... to be like a standalone Waluigi game. <laughs> Why has there never been Waluigi's tax evasion well, like, yet? <laughs> no, but it would just it would be like him not filing his taxes. It'd be mm. like an open world game, but the only places you could go are like the liquor store, like a bodega, and then a motel. To meet up with like prostitutes like that would be the extent of waluigi's game and tell me that you wouldn't play that game no and then like i guess you could be like uh you'd either work at a warehouse or you'd stock shelves at like target overnight and like that's the extent of the game you you definitely get some government assistance do you think Walu like if waluigi was like a real person do you think he's one of those people that could qualify for unemployment because of like intellectual impairments like I don't know about unemployment because I don't know if he's gonna get a job, but maybe definitely social security sure, disability. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't like he can talk, but it's not well. And he can has he it. ever said a word? No. It's Other just than a, let's go. Yeah, it's like let's go. It's like what skills could you bring to our company? Let's go. You're like fuck. Like this guy's straight off the boat, or he's like slow. I like those two. Those two are my favorite Nintendo guys, Wario and Wa- Waluigi. The, there's the other one. I know you're a Waluigi guy. I'm a Wario guy. Oh, and I Wa- well, yeah, I respect Waluigi too, but Wario would just like eat garlic and fart and shit. And like he had a hog and he was like fat as shit and like still scored. Yeah. Like if they lived together, he'd be the one that still worked. Not a good job. Um, I could see him selling Toyotas. Ah, it's a Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 2019 Camry. Wow. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe that would get old after like fucking three hours. I'd buy a, a car from a guy talking like that. <laughs> it's like this guy who's like four foot five, three hundred pounds. Like, just get in, the, get in the Toyota. Ah! It just smells like a fish market. 
there's actually fish on ice in the trunk. Just whole fish. It's not yeah. gutted. It's just whole fish on ice. Oh, it's my storage. I don't know. Now I'm wondering if they just live in Thailand. Like if they'd even jobs <laughs> like Wario and Waluigi's <laughs> Thailand adventure. <laughs> 64. Like, <laughs> oh, man. We just, like, I don't know. Yeah, like, I'd have the Waluigi car. You'd have a Wario car. But that'd be, like, special occasions. That'd be, like, holiday weekend races. <laughs> we got to get our slingshots, Waluigi, and <laughs> Wario theme. No, those would be the horns would be their noises. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you, you know how earlier we were talking about like signs that you're a serial killer and it was like the movies watching half an hour here. Half an hour, blah, blah. Yeah, um, yeah. Another thing is if you pick Mario and Mario Kart, you're a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. You've definitely committed some. Yeah. Some crimes. You're, you're fucked up if you pick Mario. Nothing against Mario, but no. You get to be Mario in every fucking game. Why are you going to be Mario in this game where you can be nine different people? I just think like there's so many more appealing characters in Mario too because he's kind of a For example, Waluigi (laughs) in Mario. Like Mario really is like a simp though. Because it's like, would you genuinely, like like if you were into a woman but she was trapped in a castle and there was a giant dinosaur in the castle... I'd just be like, that's a tough break. I got to find somebody else. Yeah. I'm genuinely, I like, mean, I'm trying to be funny. Like, I'm not trying to make it a bit. I just think that that's, like, kind of, like, a far-fetched thing. Yeah, and she keep, she keep kept, it had kept happening, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, so it's, that either tells me she's not like, very, even, right, you, you, or she's got, a, like, a substance abuse problem, and she yeah. keeps getting into these very unusual circumstances. I think... Maybe I can justify doing it once, but yeah, not I, 90 times. Like I think we're all did. vulnerable to that happening once. You know, yeah. I think that's more realistic. Like you find the right person, you chase down that fucking dragon. But oh no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying like I think we're all capable of being kidnapped by a giant dragon and kept in a right. Castle. Yeah. If a giant dragon came into my shit right now i would be done but and that's why i always carry an ikea knife on me in case one does come into my house good call i didn't even know ikea made made knives they make a lot of utensils you can get like a like 300 forks 300 spoons and 150 knives for like six bucks i don't know if it's that many that's not that much no actually I need more. Yeah. <laughs> I don't wash utensils if I use them once. That's like a serial killer thing. If you don't wash utensils, you just throw them away and get new ones. If they're like if they're plastic, yes, obviously. But oh, if they're yeah. like metal utensils and you're just I think another good car would be uh what was that show? America's Most Wanted. Like all those yeah. old Fox shows, like America's Most Wanted, and then the like Forensic the files, files car. Yeah. That would be my car. That would be my car, hands down. Forensic Files car. 
There you I go. think I'd, I might go Law and Order SVU. <laughs> or like Hardball with Chris Matthews, like a show that isn't syndicated. <laughs> okay, syndicated. number two would be the uh, the Keanu Reeves classic Hardball, Hardball on DVD. Car. Yeah, <laughs> like the it's like a picture of the. It's him and G baby, and on the back, it's the, the I love it when you call me Big Papa Kid. <laughs> oh man, do you remember those like 1950s anti gay PSAs? Oh, those were, I think I'd want a car that like sponsored by that. <laughs> it's just a picture on like the hood, it's a picture of a guy like walking up weirdly to a kid <laughs> in a basketball. <laughs> No, it's just from the back of the car to the front of the car is just the transcript of that PSA written out. Just like the text, like the textual transcript written out. That would do well with the NASCAR fan base. Some of them. Maybe. I don't think that would be received well on like national news outlets. That would that would raise some eyebrows. I like how in all of them somehow there was like some white ass kid in LA just like shooting hoops horribly. Yeah. That and like, like they I always... want to be like Jerry West. Do you notice too, like when they were walking, they never took the baseball glove off. It was always on. Like the the kid would always just leave it on his hand. Yeah, it's like your hand is hot as shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. I just think that's like such a wild, like I was never, obviously it's a different time, but like if I was walking around, like no like old guy in a station wagon would roll up and be like, so you need a ride home, bucko? Maybe I just wasn't a very like cute kid. I don't know. There is one dude in my neighborhood that used to always try and get us to go to his church. And it was, do you remember that church on Main Street in Manchester that used to be a movie theater? Uh, with the yes. big, yeah, the 24 7 one. The big cross outside. Yeah. That was the, the church, the movie theater church. Is that even a church, though? It's That's like, like a, one of the, it's one of those like, it just always it comes not, off as like a clearance rack church. No, that shit is like a church. Like who, like people people that are all about that life. I just didn't like the giant like yellow sign. It would be like open twenty four seven. I actually loved that sign. Really? Yeah, I did. I mean, it's it's charming, but it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't subtle. But it had no, it wasn't subtle at all. But it had its own uh, aesthetic to it. You know. And, and that's very like some shit like that was very Main Street, Manchester, Connecticut, you know? Would you ever join a church? Like, would you ever go? Have you ever been in that church? No, but I wish it was a movie theater because I used to live like a mile away from that shit. That, that's that would have been sick if it was still a movie theater downtown like that. Well, do you know? Do you ever remember like when we were like fucking around walking by that hot jams place? Yeah. That used to be like a punk club. Really? Like like Green Day played there and shit. 
no shit really yeah we were like yeah i think it was probably even before you moved but i was like definitely way too young you know what i mean yeah i was super young like you just weren't punk enough no like i was a pretty not punk four-year-old yeah i wish i was punker do you think there are like some like punk ass like four-year-olds out there definitely like four year like four or five year old kids just like ripping cigs jumping around in mosh pits <laughs> we we should go to gathering of the juggalos that would be my my number three nascar gathering of the juggalos just a juggalo car yeah on the back like on the bumper just as fucking magnets how do they work that'd be such a good car yep i'd have the limp biscuit car so whenever you ran the juggalo one i just have like fred durst on the hood <laughs> with the, that weird ass fitted yankees red hat <laughs> like, i gotta get like, one of those that's my next purchase is a fitted red yankees hat. <laughs> the hot durst. say i won't right now no, you, say well, you won't. will you should mail it to him and get it autographed say i won't I love that. I forgot what song it is, but the one it just starts is like, this is for you, Ben Stiller. So I think if I race, <laughs> that, if I race that car, you know how they have like, <laughs> like spotters, like up on the top of the track, they'll be like, there's like a car low, like a car like near rear bumper and shit. All I would just say is like, that's for you, Ben Stiller. And they're like, in, in your like, interviews, it's, yeah. it's, it's that's for you, Ben Stiller. So like, you yeah, say no, in that voice too. Yeah. They're like, no, we noticed you were getting a little loose in that fourth turn. I'm like, this is for you, Ben Stiller. They're like, this, oh man. They're like, we hate when he drives the Limp Biscuit car. We so much prefer the Nature's Promise rotisserie chicken. But I'd have to do a weird voice for like all the different cars. I'd have to have like one car that was like very controversial and I did like a very like offensive accent. Yeah. You know, I would definitely, yeah. I get it. There needs to be more of that in NASCAR. Mm. You got to be the villain, the heel. Imagine if NASCAR was like the WWF. (laughs) 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 There's like cars going over like jumps and shit, like through rings of fire. Like, you know how like they go on. Fuck you, Danica Patrick. You know how when they go on pit road. It's like the like the different crews grab like the chairs, like the folded chairs, like the wrestling chairs, and just beat the shit out of each other on pit road during the race. That'd be sick if NASCAR. Um, remember when? Oh, fuck, what were they called? Hydraulics. Remember when hydraulics were very popular on cars, like the lowriders. Oh yeah, I still I, wish you know I what? had those. Shoes. I think what would be great is. So, like, everybody else has, like, these, like, souped-up, like, modern, like, race cars. And then you just have, like, one of those, like, old-school, like, Cholo Buicks with the hydraulics. And then you just, like, spray paint a number. And then spray paint <laughs> Cholo Buick. With yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah. And then you just, like, you're just cruising at, like, a comfortable 75, but everything's shaking. Like, you're getting lapped. <laughs> And then at one point, you just, like, you kind of, like, I think for me, if that was happening, I'm going, like, 75. Like, very slowly, I'm getting lapped. I think eventually I'd become so self-conscious. Like, I'd be like, I'm a disgrace. 
that I yeah. think at that point I would either just completely shut down, park the car, and then like go hide in a trailer, or I would turn it around and start driving backwards. Like it would go one of two ways. Like I would completely shut down or I would become like a sociopath and just try to ruin the race for everybody else. But either way, nature's promise would get plenty of publicity. And I think that they'd be excited. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. What if we just had a QAnon car? Like everybody thought it was like the Quicken Loans queue, but it was actually just QAnon again would do very well with the nascar fan NASCAR base kid. yeah we would there's probably a lot of nascar q people holy shit that thing's bad. yeah i think we do well i think we should yeah. try to i think when this podcast gets big and then i think when i start getting that like international terrorism auto body <laughs> money coming in i think we should really consider getting in on the ground floor of like a nascar team I mean, realistically, it would be cheaper than like an NBA team or. Uh... I mean, it'd be pretty expensive, but yeah, it would be. We could yeah. find a kid who was like raised on like, I don't know. I want to find like someone who was like raised like in the woods. It was like a half, like, like wasn't like a fully domestic. He's raised by wolves. Yeah, now he drives cars fast. <laughs> yeah. That boy has no regard for human life. We just like won't let him give interviews because he can't talk. Yeah, he just barks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like sorry about old Dusty. He's got a couple of them screws loose, but boy, that he, he, that fella can drive. Old Dusty. Old Dusty. I hate that that gun's not ground loot anymore. That eats away at me every night. Yeah, honestly, it kind of correlates with the time that I stopped playing. Yeah. Well, there's a reason why. Because, yeah, there is because I got addicted to Cyberpunk 2077. Is that is it good? Yeah, it's good now. It sucked Dude. ass when it first oh came out, God. but it's when good it now. it came out and I bought it, it was so patchy. It's still minimally buggy. But, like, you remember how Fallout was buggy? Well, I never really, like, played Fallout when it came out. Yeah, because all you did would get, get plungers and shit. But... Yeah, it's good now. And you can, and my guy is like the small dick warrior because you can make your guy have big dick or medium dick or a small dick. And I wanted him to like represent the population, you know? So would you go with medium? Nope, small. Yeah. Yeah. And I still fuck anybody up. That's like a small dick. That's a true underdog story because they never get into that like superhero film. Yeah. They're never like, oh, Batman's only like two inches, but when he gets hard, he gets up to like four and a half. Yeah, it's like they Henry never... Cavill, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I bet Aquaman always had a hog. No. I don't know. I mean, do you think that the water would... Uh, I don't fucking know. Yeah, he's probably hung. Dead Flash, Flash? Flash definitely has small dick vibes. Yeah. Spider-Man, big time, small dick vibes. I just don't know anything about superheroes because I was drawing a blank in my head. I was like Batman and then I'm like Alfred, like his butler. And those are like the two superheroes I know. And one of them is not even a superhero. (laughs) I would like it if you were cast in some like in like 40 years 
as in in a, in a DC movie as I'd Alfred be... the Butler, but instead of from England, it's like an alternate universe where he's from fucking East Taunton. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, like man, you're gonna like... park the car in Gotham Yard. Yeah. What do you mean you can't? Yeah, it's like, what do you mean you can't fucking get into the lab? I've given you the fucking code to get in the lab like 40 fucking times, kid. Like, what are you doing? It's like, you're fucking calling me. I'm off the clock right now. I got the fucking bees playing Pittsburgh. You're down two in the third. I got fucking, fucking three grand riding on that. And you're fucking asking me for the codes. I gave you the fucking codes. You forget that's your problem. Yes. Fucking write it down. You got a fucking pen that shoots bullets. You can write down some fucking codes, buddy. <laughs> that's the kind of shit. That's the kind of diversity the DC yeah. Comics universe needs. They need like a Boston <laughs> superhero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They do. Yeah. It's like it's like fucking what was it like the Avengers? It's like all of the Avengers, and then they make a new one, and they're like, yeah. So this is Michael Sullivan. Like, <laughs> hi, yeah, Mike. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I, can, I, I can I can like move walls and shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Quincy. I work in construction. Uh, my father was pretty smart. He went to UMass Dartmouth for a while. Um, I mean, like I can move walls, I can do it pretty fast. It's not like an instantaneous thing. Yeah, it's like I mean, I can drive... takes me a couple hours, you know. Yeah, it's <laughs> like I can drive stick and shift. I'm pretty good with, uh, you know, like stick. I'm pretty good with my hands. Um, I know a couple kids from high school who can get us cheap socks tickets. Um, <laughs> but as, but as far as like this flying around and shooting lasers out of my fucking elbows. I can't really do that, but I'm just really excited to be here. Uh, By the way, Yankees suck. Yankees suck. My girlfriend Trisha left me because she's like, you fucking always wearing that Tommy Brady jersey. It's disgusting. Yeah, I think she's a fucking lesbian or something. Yeah, I think she's, you know, she's one of them fucking beaver pounding dykes from up in fucking Dedham. I don't know. Um, (laughs) You know, (laughs) anyway, I'm Mikey Sullivan. Just thanks for having me here. The reviews are like, yeah, the, the movie was great, but there's just a 10-minute dialogue from a character named Michael Sullivan. He's the one that kills Thanos in the end. He's like the Brian Scalabrini of the, of the Avengers. Yeah, it's like Thanos like kills all the other superheroes. He's like, Thanos, buddy, get over here. Be like, do you notice that half the fucking Duncans in the city don't have drive throughs It's nope. like, I'm fucking... I'm some of them don't even have the cold brew. They don't have the fucking cold brew. I go in there and it's fucking, I don't know, fucking Sally McNair from high school. And they got like, the dark Nickel. roast, but they don't have the fucking cold brew. And I'm just like, Sally, like, when are you guys going to get a fucking drive through? I'm not trying to get out of my fucking Ford Expedition that my grandmother gave to me when she died. I'm not trying to get in, out of my Ford Expedition. Go in, get fucking coffee, get a bagel, get two fucking donuts for fucking Jose down the street. And Dano's just like shoots himself in the head. <laughs> He's it's like, like listen. I get utility assistance. Do you know what that's like? He's like, Thanos, buddy, listen, like I, everything David Price did for the Sox, I fucking love it. But you're telling me you couldn't fucking give Lester the same amount of money? Guy was nails in the playoffs. We're probably winning two fucking titles. You keep Lester. Thanos is just. 
<laughs> on screen. He starts like shitting out those horrible Celtics, Celtics takes. Take. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like horrible ones. Because you know Mikey Sullivan's got some terrible oh, Celtics my, takes. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> he's like, dude, he's like, they give Tatum. Tatum takes what? 22 fucking shots a night? I he needs to take 29. Nah, he needs to take fucking three. They got to bring Greg Steamsma back. Get him down. Give him 15 fucking shots. That kid was seven foot one. He went to Wisconsin. I remember watching them play fucking Purdue on like a Saturday morning. I was fucking hungover as shit. We went out at fucking saw, uh, Donkeys the night before. Dude, Steamsma. Thanos, Thanos is long gone oh, by yeah. this point. Yeah. Like even the other Avengers, like they're like slowly coming back to life and even they're like jesus christ michael shut up <laughs> he has the key he has yeah, the he's, power they're like dude michael sullivan's got the fucking key to the universe they're like yeah like he's so like isn't like thor the only one that can wield his hammer i don't fucking know dude i don't i don't know i'm just asking is thor in the avengers or is that somebody else so he's no, in- that's thor so he's got his hammer, like Michael Sullivan's got like a fucking Stanley Power drill. But he and he never... has a broken 40 bottle. <laughs> yeah, broken 40 bottle, but he can never find the drill bits for the drill. He's like, I know I fucking put them somewhere. I just it's just a drill. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, God damn it, I left it at home. <laughs> he's like, I swear to fucking God, Trisha was always moving my shit around the, the fucking apartment. And I know that I left them on my fucking desk down in the basement. And now they're not fucking there. And she blocked my number. So I try calling. I can't fucking find the drill bits. And they're just like, well, Michael, we're going to go fight Thanos without you. You know, like, we don't really need you. He's like, no, I'm fucking coming. I'm fucking coming. But I I'm just not- got to go home first. I'll be yeah. right back. He's like, there's one other place I'm going to check. He goes, I'm going to go check in fucking Dunky's shed down the street. My buddy Dunky. I'm going to go look in his shed. And if I can't find these fucking drill bits, I'm like, I'm still going to fight this Thanos guy with I'm not gonna like, listen, that. listen, like I told him where to buy the drill and everything. I had the drill first and I told him where to buy it. So we I think we have the same drill. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Like he borrowed the, the drill bits because it's the same fucking drill. So like worst case, <laughs> maybe he's got his own fucking drill bits I can get. He's explaining the salt <laughs> to, to Captain America. Like. <laughs> <laughs> they're all just like so miserable they're like oh god why <laughs> mikey but that's his yeah. superpower in the end yeah. is then he just it's like the mo- just being mikey from east <laughs> yeah so like the, the end of the movie like all the avengers like come back to life like they're all around them they're like thanks mikey and it's like this very like emotional like you know up moment and then it just like it goes quiet and he goes so when are you guys uh I don't know. Think about cutting your cocks off, being one of those trannies, and then it just ends. <laughs> that, that's a wild card. Let's <laughs> see. No, you know, in all the Marvel movies, it's, and you watch the credits, and everybody's like, "Oh, you gotta watch the credits." <laughs> it's just it gets the whole credits. It's just a shot of of Mikey Sullivan playing poker and saying exactly that. People are like, oh, that's the precursor for the next movie. Or it's just him sitting in like a Dodge Ram 
and he's at like a he's at like one of those like strip malls and there's a, a mcdonald's on the left and a wendy's on the right and he's just sitting in his truck and he's like fuck and his head explodes <laughs> he's like fuck man he's like wendy's is better for chicken but mcdonald's at the fries <laughs> and it just like cuts <laughs> no he would definitely be at you know I've never seen any other place driving by like this. And I have never been to one of these places, so I don't know. But when you're driving through, like, the... I guess I want to say, like, Northeastern Mass. Mm -hmm. Or Northwestern Mass, I should say. So by New York and Vermont? No, like, more going up towards New Hampshire. Yeah, you have you have a ton of those weird fucking roast beef places that just advertise the roast beef. Hmm. Which is it a chain? No, it's like you'll drive. It's like you're you're driving on the highway and you see like these signs. You know how when you drive down the highway, you see like McDonald's, like Golf Station. This yeah. would be like. Tony's, we have roast beef. <laughs> I mean, I don't like, I don't go to the North Shore a lot because there's really nothing up there. Like, there's some nice places, but then you've got like Lowell, Chelmsford, Bill Ricca. Like, it's there's not, dude, it's nothing up there. This would be, yeah, like, I don't like, know. I'm going to be honest, like, Western Massachusetts, like, even out near Springfield, it's like a completely well. Northwest Massachusetts is like a completely different state because you go Springfield East and there's not a lot of intellect around here. Like things right. are, things are pretty dry. Springfield is the worst place I've ever been. And the it's, only reason I will ever go back is because they have a golden corral. Do they really? Big time. Oh, fuck. We know. gotta go. We got a live broadcast from the yeah. We got a golden crap podcast. Yeah. <coughs> I don't. That would like. Do you think that they after a while they're like you guys have been here for two hours? Nope. <laughs> what does Golden Crab Corral even serve? Is that seafood? No, it's like no, um, it's like a buffet, but like picture of Chinese buffet, but the barbecue version. Ooh. So you can get like fried chicken. Is it good? Eh, but is it like more or less free big time? And you can get like ribs and steaks and shit there. Then you can just keep going back. It's the best buffet. I know we were talking shit about buffets earlier, but the Golden Corral is the truth. See, I don't have an issue with buffets. I just was never, I didn't think the game at that point in my life i was just going hot for the jello yeah i think you really value buffets like at our age now i think that's when you're like that's a lot like when you're not paying for it like and you hate yourself like (laughs) it's like it's like you're going for the economy and you're not going for the self-respect no you're Go trying to the golden corral. <laughs> There's a barbecue sauce fountain. Probably. That would be a good NASCAR. Golden Corral. Or like if Michael Sullivan drove the Papa Gino's car. Mm. 
He's like, yeah, he put the number five on it for Noma. Like, Jesus Christ, Mikey. Michael Fucking... Sullivan was a big Nomar guy. Yeah, they're like, Mikey, you're 49, dude. Get over it. Stop wearing his fucking jersey <laughs> to funerals. He's balding. Like, <laughs> like severely uh, balding. Yeah. He's got a brother named Rocco that like nobody lets out of the house. <laughs> Rocco but, like, yeah, disability. No, nah, Rocco, he's not even slow <laughs> He plays with a Rubik's Cube and <laughs> he'll call into the fucking radio stations and talk sports and, you know, I don't know. I think he's, I don't know, he's fucking artistic or something. Artistic. 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 Yeah, artistic. He like fucking artistic. sees, yeah, when people speak, he sees colors and shit. That's Rocco. <laughs> He's telling Thanos this. <laughs> his dying breath. He's like telling Thanos about his friend. He's like, yeah. That's, he's, what, he's that's like, what finally drives Thanos yeah, off the edge. He's like, dude, he's like, I feel bad, you know, because when Rocco was younger, he was really good at the piano. And I just sit there and be like, Rocky, you fucking pussy. Stop playing this gay shit, you know? Yeah. Just start talking to girls, Rocky. Start talking to girls, Rocky. <laughs> Stop fucking tapping these keys with your fingers and stop fucking slapping some titties with your cock, Rocco. Come on. <laughs> Thanos is like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he ends it all. Yeah. He puts the infinity gauntlet up to his temple. <laughs> <laughs> He's tired. It's like he, Thanos is tired of hearing about Rocco. Rocco. <laughs> That'd be like such a good spinoff too. Then you just give Rocco his own film. He's just like in baggy sweatpants, like an old, like a Kevin Garnett Celtics jersey. He never leaves the house. No, and he's got like, you remember the (coughs) the slippers that were just like Homer Simpson's face (coughs) and you would put your feet into his mouth. So he's got those gray sweats, a Kevin Garnett jersey, and he's just always watching like old Patriots games on YouTube. And it's just that for like an hour and 45 minutes. Gary Bruckheimer. Build Ford Tough.